And so that's what we're going to be talking about today is loneliness on your spiritual path. The feeling of feeling alone, feeling different, feeling like the black sheep, feeling like um, no one understands you, no one gets you, no one's like you, no one's interested in the same things, and feeling like you're just different and different in a way that you know in your heart and soul is the right thing, but from a societal perspective and even from you know the programming that we have in our brains, it doesn't feel safe from an evolutionary perspective to feel alone. We don't feel like it's going to be something that's going to benefit us. We don't really understand it because we are such a tribe-based culture. We are such a culture of relationships and a culture of community, um, which has actually been a really beautiful part of, of being a human on this earth is being in community. But when we feel like we are separated from, it feels unsafe. It can feel lonely. It can feel scary. And a lot of times it can feel like you're doing something bad. And I think that was my experience through my spiritual evolution and my spiritual awakening and my process to becoming more and more conscious and really awakening in my life was feeling like this was something bad almost, that I was doing something wrong. I was um, different and it wasn't a good thing. I was um, causing problems for people, like I was being the catalyst and I didn't really know how to work with that catalyst energy. And so I've spent most of my life feeling like, my gosh, this loneliness or this um, evolving from my friends or, or leaving friendships or leaving relationships and feeling like, oh my gosh, I've evolved and I've, I've left another person behind. The feeling of leaving people behind is something I, I very much relate to. And I think when we disconnect from our old reality in our awakening and, you know, just to note that your awakening is the point. So that's why we're here. Um, from the law of one perspective, when we come to earth, when our soul comes to earth, to the three to the third dimension, we choose to forget. We go through what is called the veil of forgetting and the law of forgetting. And you choose to forget. So you choose to forget that you are God. You choose to forget that you are this beautiful, infinite spiritual soul. And you choose to incarnate. And the goal is to try and remember. The goal is remembering. And Law of One talks quite a bit about this ascension process and quite a bit about forgetting, which is very, very important. But when we're in the process of our awakening or we've had a very abrupt awakening, it can feel very scary um, to feel disconnected from our old reality. And I really do believe, and I think this was my experience, that there is a period in between when you awaken and sort of when you settle into, maybe it's moving from 3rd D to 5D, could potentially be it. But I really feel like there's this in-between period that feels very lonely. It feels very uncomfortable. And a lot of that has to do with our ego's desire to not be alone, to not sit in that, to not really be one with ourselves and to not be quiet with ourselves, which I can talk about a little bit later. But um, just so you know that you are not alone, you're not alone in feeling alone. It is okay to feel alone. It is okay to grow out of friendships. It is okay to grow out of romantic relationships. It is okay to grow out of your family relationship into another paradigm of what that is or into another understanding of what that is. And I want you guys to really feel empowered in this and really in deep knowance that this is what it feels like to be on your path. 
that this is what it feels like to be on your path. That when you feel alone, you're never alone because you're always supported and you always have your spirit team and you always have yourself. But this is part of the journey. And it is part of our journey to really feel this all the way as we move and as we ascend. So just for background, so you know, my process of my awakening has been fairly gradual. Um, I would say that even when I was very young, I was thinking differently. I used to write letters to aliens when I was in grade school. And I always used to uh, talk about, as an example, you know, people playing the tape. When I was very little, I would talk about people playing the tape. I'd be like, oh, they're playing the tape. They're playing the tape. She's playing the tape. And what I was talking about was people going unconscious. I would always note when people were going unconscious and going into the same old story or the same old conversation by saying they were playing the tape. And my parents didn't really know what to do with it, but I knew what I was talking about where I would see people in moments of awakeness and then moments of sleep, spiritual sleep, where we're talking about, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Yep, okay. The small talk. The small talk was like the definition for me when I was in high school. I was like, I hate small talk. And I hated it because it felt unconscious to me. So I always had this aversion in my life to when things felt too unconscious, when I felt like I was on the edge of of being asleep or when I felt like people around me were playing the tape or playing the part or in their stories. And most of my life has felt like, you know, just sort of navigating these terrains and these waters where people have are deeply asleep and feeling uncomfortable with it. Um, a lot of the reason why I stopped drinking, so I stopped drinking from around 25 to... 230 was because I realized how deeply asleep people were when they were drinking. From my perspective, it felt like people were in, they were zombies. You know, I felt like, okay, so I get so wasted that the next day, you know, that the night is, I don't even know where the night goes. So I get so wasted and then I wake up the next morning and it's like, well, what just happened? I don't even really know. And that deep sleep that I felt like I was going into where I was essentially time traveling felt really uncomfortable. Um, And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to feeling different, to feeling like, you know, your interests are different than everyone else's. You see things differently than everyone else's, than everyone else does. You feel like you understand the patterns of life. You feel like um, being in situations where people are deeply unconscious is really hard. And I think a lot of that can happen with friends. A lot of that can happen with work and a lot of that can happen with home. And I can relate to all of those situations. You know, at home, it felt it was exhausting to be around such deeply unconscious people. And I'm sure I was for so long. I mean, I was just really trying to figure life out. And I've definitely had my periods of deep unconsciousness. And then I've had my moments of being awake, as I think everyone has. And I've also had, um, you know, relationships with people and friends that I've evolved beyond um, or evolved into another timeline um, where people just weren't really on the journey of a deep dedication to their spiritual evolution as I was. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh my gosh, do I have to keep leaving everyone behind? Like I felt so ashamed. I'm like, oh man, is this what this means? This spiritual journey? Does it mean I'm always alone? Does it mean that I'm always by myself? And it it really hurts at times where you're like, oh my God, I must be doing something wrong because I'm triggering people. I'm making people angry and I'm not even trying to. I am shaking things up. I am leaving friends behind. I'm being, you know, it, it just, it can be really sad, but just know that it is all a part of the plan and it is all part of the purpose and your ascension and your evolution is number one and your um, relationship to source is number one. And I think what would have served me greatly 
and that is something that is serving me now is my relationship to God or my relationship to source. And I feel like if I would have had that more deeply, more intimately in the way that I do where I name it, I would have been much better suited. I also receive a lot of DMs from our community of people that are awakening, uh, people that are going through their awakening, especially in 2020. I mean, so many of you really had your moment. I think as a collective, we've had profound awakenings that I'm hopeful will be transformational for the way that we operate moving forward. But I know a lot of you were going through deep awakenings and I remember the messages you sent. I'll never forget them. You know, just feeling like you, it's almost felt like a grasping feeling where you were like, what is real? What is real about this existence? What is real about this life? There is so much being fed at me. There's so much confusion, all of these things. And um, I can relate and I understand. And in those moments, I always just want to provide people space to let them know they're not alone, but also have them go through their own process because I don't want to be anyone's guru or give them any answers because you might come to another answer than what you know, than what I I came to. And so the truth of our evolution is that it is not all roses. It's not all fun. It's not all games. And my friend Debbie Brown and I were laughing this weekend. We were at the beach and we were laughing because we were talking about uh, spirituality in the wellness space. And we were talking about how hard it is sometimes to sort of be in the space and see where People come in and they're like, this is amazing. It feels so good to do self-care. It feels so good to meditate. It feels so good to do all these things. And that is true. That is so freaking true. It feels so good to connect with yourself for the first time ever. But we know the process of, of going to the shadow side and how we really kind of move along. You're like, yes, spirituality is dope. Wellness is dope. Get ready for the next chapter of that. And that is the shadow work. And that's when it really gets hard. And that's when it really becomes what it is. So when we start our awakening, it's challenging, but just know that, and this is something I really had to lean into. And this was something I was talking to my um, spirit guides about is that there's no going back. So you're not, you can definitely fall. We can always fall back asleep. We can very much always fall back asleep, but when we really start this and as supported as we are now in our conscious evolution by astrology, by the amount of light coming to the planet, by um, what is happening on earth and how unprecedented it is, that you are, there's really, it's really hard to go back. So it is just one step in your, in your journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.